Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. This is 48 Minutes, the NBA Draft Reaction Show. This time we were in Sean's dining room. So this is reaction in Sean's dining room, not Tim's kitchen. Uh, I am Tim Daniel, as always, with Mr. Sean Mackey. How are you? Tired. We ate a lot of pizza and drank some beers. Well, you didn't really drink any beers, but... No, I just drank uh, Coca-Cola Zeros, and I'm still tired. Yeah. Nothing's working, and you look exhausted. I know. I think, uh, <laughs> I think your cats, the, the, the allergic reaction to your cat finally got to me. But, uh all good. And uh, also joining me, and uh, joining the team and once again, Kyle Bishop. What's up, buddy? How's it going, man? How do you feel the Pistons have not picked yet? Uh, man, we are we are about 26 picks in right now, um, and it is a little over halfway to the Pistons pick, which is another <laughs> another uh, daunting reminder about where our organization is headed, so yes. Yeah, so let you guys know before we get to what what is coming up this week on the show, so... Next week, we not get a reaction show unless something insane happens. Um, Sean and I do have an interview going up Monday with Brian Grant, former Xavier Musketeer, Portland Trailblazer, Miami Heat, Los Angeles Laker. Actually, a really fun and, interview. And forgo- forgotten Laker. Forgotten Laker. <laughs> and former Phoenix Sun. And former Phoenix Sun. And we didn't even mention his time with the Kings. We did not. Yeah. We did not. He had, a good, he had a good run with the Kings. But Portland, man, that's where it was at. Yeah, Portland's where it's at, so... Can't wait for you guys to hear that. That'll go up Monday. Uh, so this will be up. You'll probably hear it Friday morning. Um, so, guys, we'll go ahead and get started. This draft, as I put it, was drunk. Um, so, we knew what was going to happen at one with DeAndre. We heard this afternoon it was going to be Marvin Bagley at two. And then things get weird. Luca gets drafted by the Atlanta Hawks, gets traded to the Mavericks for Trey Young with the fifth pick. Jaron Jackson goes four. Sean and I get our heartbreak with Muhammad Bamba going 6 to Orlando, but we bounce back a little bit with Wendell Carter at 7. Uh, Colin Sexton, Kevin Knox, Mikhail Bridges round up the top 10. Mikhail Bridges talking about how excited he is to stay at home and play for Philly, then gets traded to the Suns as um, it looks like uh, Brett Brown played a little Danny Ainge there. Hashtag that, dick move. I am, I am shocked and appalled by that move. I know. I, if there's one move that's going to stand out for this draft, I mean, the, the the night's not over yet. I mean, I've seen weird things happen, like at the end of a draft, like Kevin Love and, and O.J. Mayo getting traded for one another, like, late in the night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that one was a weird one to wake up to, but I just, I, I feel like most of the trades are probably done for the night. Hopefully. Uh, because we're currently at the Celtics pick at 27. Uh, so, gentlemen, what really has stuck out so far? Obviously, you talk about the move of the night there. But um, it's been interesting. I mean, I know with our mock draft, that was just like, hey, I can see this happening. And basically none of that happened. Um, I think we got three it's, or four picks right. It's pretty standard with us. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're not, we're not draft express. No. Well, I don't even think they got this right. They got the first 11 right last year. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so yeah. That, was, that was pretty big. But, but just not us. Team. Yeah. A, a, couple, a couple main storylines, and we can get to them one at a time. Um, the the Luca the Luca trade of course um, I thought Atlanta having the number three pick going into it and walking away with Trey Young I thought that was a pretty big loss yeah um, the Mikael Bridges that you touched on 
of course, and uh, Michael Porter. Kind of just watching watching the fall of Michael Porter throughout the night. So you know what's weird is yeah, it's, it's it is strange he dropped because there was all the top talk for since last year about him. Um, I actually really like his fit in Denver. I do too. Yeah, I do too. I think him with guys like Jamal Murray, with guys like Will Barton, Gary Harris, Nikola Jokic. I, yeah. I like that. I do too. I think I think they have a good backcourt, a good frontcourt. I think that they were they were kind of just missing that scoring wing, and I think he'll fit in perfectly there. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that he'll be, he'll fit in really well there. Um, should we go ahead and get into the full discussion of what between the Atlanta Dallas deal? Because <laughs> please. I was, you know, yeah. we, we, when we did our mock on Monday, we were on the impression that we thought Luke was going to go two. And then Tuesday, after our show goes up, of course, is when all the reports start coming out that it's going to look like it's Marvin Bagley. Um, I thought Luke had gone to Atlanta, made a ton of sense. You know, he'll be the guy that's kind of controlling the ball there. He'll be really doing everything he can. The ball handling skills, the athleticism is going to be a full effect there because he'll be their only hope, really, most of the time on offense. So he goes to Dallas, apparently, then. Um... Now, I will say this, for the culture, Migos talked very, very Quavo was very open about wanting Trey Young, <laughs> so I'm thinking that, you know, 2 Chains being a, being a big part of there, Gucci Mane being a part of the Hawks, they had a way of making this happen. Okay. Um, that's, my, that's my NBA draft theory, for the culture. Oof. It's, it still feels rough. It no, does. Knowing all that, it, it still feels rough. Um... I feel like Atlanta's in a position where you just acquire talent right now. Um, I mean, we were talking about it. We go through their roster. Who do they have that, that you like besides Collins? I mean, yeah. Who, I, mean, I, mean, I, like, <laughs> I like Kent Basemore as a player, not an asset. There you go. He's and, not an asset. I mean, yeah, you, just, at all. you just need to acquire talent, and, and I feel like they really dropped the ball uh, by taking you know, possibly the most talented guy in the draft, uh, arguably one of the top talented guys in the draft. Maybe the most NBA-ready. Yeah. Yeah. So, I it was, yeah, I'm shocked there. And then it was, the, the, the move was, you had it up, Atlanta gets another lottery pick in this deal? Yep. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, Atlanta um, gets a 2019 lottery-protected pick, um, which uh, I don't know if the difference between between Luca and Trey Young is a 2019 non-lottery pick, in, in I mean, my opinion. I no, no. I just, why don't you just, I don't know what Atlanta was thinking at all at that point. No. So, I mean, I know I know the, the female lead from the Lost Boys is running that place. <laughs> so, which, once again, I, I did not know until the actual draft lottery. None of us did. None of us did. We were all in the dark about that. But, um... <laughs> I just, how, Trey Young is going to, he's going to rack up points there next year. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's going to be a fantasy god, but there is, long term? Especially because it felt like Luka's a sure thing. Anything you watched on him? I felt like it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the general consensus was he was the most sure thing in the draft. It's like, this guy just won a... Euro title, you know, so it's like, you know, he's... He was the European League MVP at 19. Yeah, I mean, and he's, and he's playing against good competition. Former NBA yeah. players. Good, yeah. good competition. People like Porzingis, I mean, they said that uh, Goran Dragic was on his team, and they would get to the fourth quarter, and Dragic would defer to Luka. I mean, yeah. Dragic was, 
you know, he was a sub for the All-Star team. But yeah. an All-Star last year, you know, by technicality. Yeah, yeah. And for an All-Star to be deferring to this 18, 9-year-old kid, you know what I mean? Like, that, I don't know. It, it just it feels like a botched third pick. That one is going to bite them in the ass in a couple seasons. Maybe one season. Maybe a couple months. We could be wrong, but we, we right now wrong. it looks like... I think Cuban, Cuban pulled up a serious heist this season. Cuban's going to have a really good situation with Dennis Smith and Luca, where you can play Luca off the ball and you can have Dennis Smith just kind of like do his thing. Yeah. Um, we joked last, we joked earlier in the week about after Dirk. Yeah. And how they should have been playing that 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and now we're looking like we're starting to see these after Dirk plans. Yeah. So, I like the fit in Dallas. I think, you know, another year Harrison Barnes, you kind of figured that out. Like you kind of said earlier, you know, they really believe they have a shot at getting DeMarcus, Rosen, DeMarcus Cousins and or Julius Randle. So those are some nice pieces for them, too. Um, so I, I dig it. I, I really dig Dallas's end on there. I think the Q pulled a nice one here. I agree. And and I do think that Trey Young could project, similar to an Isaiah Thomas, uh, the Celtics' Isaiah Thomas kind of kind of player, to where he can score. You probably are going to have to hide him on defense a bit. But we've seen Isaiah Thomas fall from grace, and I and I fear that Trey. What Young, do you mean, Kyle? <laughs> I I fear that Trey Young could could also be that Isaiah Thomas. He could be the the Cavs Lakers Isaiah Thomas as well. So um, it'll be interesting to see in the next few years how that all plays out. Yeah, for sure. So kind of talk a little bit here. Let's start here. Uh, let's just kind of get to the eight in the Bagley situation. Obviously, they go one and two. Uh, way to go, Team Puma! You're the winners of the draft. Um, and Jalen Rose. And Jalen Rose now. Jay Z, Jalen Rose. Rudy Gay. There you go. Puma is having a very good week. Yeah, they are. Probably the best week they've ever had, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're wrong. They can sponsor this podcast. It's it's allowed. Yeah, I'll wear their sneakers. I don't care. So, eight and going one. Um, basically, what we all expected there. So, what did, um, wow, Jacob Evans just went to the Warriors? Wow. Damn it. Well, you knew they were going to do something. Robert Williams went to the Celtics. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot, too, unfortunately. So, back to... Ayton. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton. It was the obvious no-brainer pick, like we said. Um, the skill level's there. The athleticism's there. Not too much of a defender. Can block shots. Not a whole big of a rim protector, though. But can develop into that. I really like the, the pairing of him and Devin Booker. Um, you know, obviously they make the trade now where they're going to have Mikael Bridges. Phoenix might be fun here in a few years. You know what would make them even more fun? Playing an outdoor game again. <laughs> Remember when that happened? Yeah. They should do that again. Just because they have the players to do it. Young guys that aren't going to be sweating in the desert. <laughs> Which, in retrospect, kind of seems silly. But <laughs> I think uh, I think the Suns, uh, yeah, I mean, they're... They made off really well tonight, they and they needed to. They needed to make a splash. They, you know, I'm not. I'm never excited about the Phoenix Suns. No, you shouldn't be, and and you shouldn't be. But because um, uh, they've made a lot of boneheaded decisions since the the running gun, D'Antoni, Nash, Mark Stoudemire era. So Booker is solid. Yes. Yes. Okay, he's a solid player on a really bad team. It'll be interesting to see how they incorporate these rookies, what kind of impact they can make, and if Booker can make it the next step with these guys. Or does he become like a number two option or something eventually? I mean, I don't know. I think, um, well, like Kyle kind of said earlier, kind of talking about um, Trey Young and 
hiding him on defense. Well, now Mikhail Bridges is there. You can hide Devin Booker on defense. So yeah. there's yeah. that. So, um, but I think um, it's a lot more broad for them. You know, the horizons just kind of rose a little more for them. I shouldn't yeah. say that because they're the Suns. No one take that as a joke. That's not what I meant. Um, but a lot more, a few more scoring options. I mean, Alfred Payton's. So, you know, he's a restricted free agent, so you're probably just going to match what you have because the point card market isn't going to be better because you know they're not going to get Chris Paul, obviously. Um, and I, God forbid you have Tyler Eulis going on and starting a point guard for this team. Yeah. No. no. So, yeah, I, I really like uh, – I think Aiden's going to be a really good player, um, and I think that this is going to be a really good spot for him to really kind of develop. And then, hey, you know, doesn't work out four years, you're out of that place. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and just, just in young talent in the last, what, three years, they have Aiden, Bridges, um, Jack, Josh Jackson and Booker. I mean, they have they have really. What about as Marquise, Chris, and Dragon Bender? Kyle? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the last <laughs> what three years, them right? Um, I, I feel like they've really hit on four of them. Um, so it seems right now. So uh, the future is is looking bright for the Suns. There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. <laughs> it's like they were reincarnated. You could say it was like a phoenix. Yes. All right, we're done. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jaron Jackson at four. Memphis, love that pick. Love Jaron Jackson. Would have been really, really cool if he had dropped three more p- p- places. I'm okay. And they kept him. Yeah, and they kept him. They kept him. That was another, that was a big, you know, rumor going over the whole night, you know, if they were going to keep that pick. And it turned out they weren't the ones who were swapping at all. The thing that yeah. always makes me laugh about Jaron Jackson right now is a lot of people say we didn't really get to see his full game, and they're using it as a concern. I think that would have contributed more to his upside because... As you know, obviously, he only played 20, 25 minutes a game at Michigan State because yeah. they had Nick Ward. Now, he's going to be the main guy at that four spot. I mean, he's basically going to be their Zach Randolph now. So, um, having him and Marcus Saw, getting Mike Conley back healthy, I don't think the Grizzlies are a great roster, but I don't also don't think, you know, I think injuries played a lot into their downfall this year. Um, so, I think, I, I really like the things are gonna, that they did there. I really liked him getting Jaron Jackson. I love his upside. I think he's been an awesome NBA player. Yeah, I, I think he is closer to a uh, a blank canvas that you can kind of um, mold into whatever whatever fit you need for your team. I think he's more that than underdeveloped. Uh, if I had to kind of point it, yeah, one a, a great pick. There was a ton of buzz before the draft about the Chandler Parsons in the four. Um, I mean, they announced Jaron Jackson, and I think we all kind of looked surprised. Like, hey, they they took the pick. All right. Well, well yeah, because we were, as Bulls fans, thought they were trading that for Bamba. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. Oh, we'll get there. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but overall, I'm excited for them. I think Memphis really got a big one there. It's the first time in a long time Chris Wallace made a pick where you go, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and kept the pick. I mean, since probably, what, Mike Conley? Have we had that moment for them? Yeah. 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 Like... Yeah, so Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba going to Orlando, land of land of of centers. The pick before the Bulls, <laughs> um, highest upside in the draft is what we're you know basically as I would ever say the impression. This new yes. shooting mechanics, the seven ten wingspan, the rim protector, second in the country in block shots last year. Genius IQ. Yeah, Smart yes. Guy. it's yes. the it's the franchise center the Magic probably need to build around with Nikola Vucevic on his way out. They've had a few of those. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, twenty-seven of them maybe. <laughs> Shaq, Dwight Howard, Mohamed Bamba—they're all the same, you know. They could be. Yeah. So 
I, I would like to pick more if it was a Bulls pick, obviously, but I understand yeah. why Orlando did it. They I were they were it. picking the highest talent on the board, which was what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So, but now they they do need to get rid of some pieces. Agreed. I, I believe. I mean, they're going to keep Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Obviously, because I mean, he kind of floats between the three. I, nobody really knows what he is. I like the idea of Gordon and Bamba together. I can't. I, I kind of like it too. I kind of like it too. But I don't know, man. The rest of that team is just trash. <laughs> I mean, they are just hot trash right now. And I. How and, dare you say that about Terrence Ross? I will actually. <laughs> I will actually. So what are they rolling out right now? It's um, going to be Bamba. Gordon, Jonathan Isaacs, Terrence Ross. Who the hell is their point guard now that... Does anyone know? Oh, yeah, hold on. <laughs> this is it's, sad. Yeah, it, it's rough. And I don't I don't think that Bamba really fits, but I do think... Oh my think, gosh, it's DJ Augustine. There you go. I do, Chicago <laughs> Bull great. I do think that Orlando is at a spot where they did take the best person. Yeah. And they, they start building around here, even though it feels like they've been building for the last umpteen years. Um, we'll say that Rod Hennigan probably wouldn't have made that pick. Yeah. He would have found a way to take, like, Dragon Bender, too. <laughs> <laughs> they're, Phoenix! They're Give me Bender! <laughs> you know, the, the teams that we already talked about, I feel like, got into a position where they're a couple pieces away from being competitive. I feel like Orlando is still quite a bit a ways. Oh, yeah, um, they're a way away. They it's... are one of the furthest teams in, in the league now, I think, um, if they weren't already. I mean, it's they just don't have anyone that can score. So that'll it'll be interesting to see kind of what they do in the next few years to to try and put something competitive on the court. Well, they have, they're going to have an interesting free agency period, too. And, I mean, you have to think that some of these big guys are going to go after this. I mean... You start this guy immediately, right? Oh, yeah. You, you throw not. him on the floor. He you, could win rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah you, I think you put him on the floor right now. You get rid of, you know, Vucevic, you know, and he could go someplace else. Someone will take him. Yeah. He's a yeah. serviceable backup center at this point in his career. But, you know, so many, like, they had most spades this last year. I mean, <laughs> I, I, don't know if, I don't know if he's still signed or not, but Biombo, his contract is borderline unmovable. Yeah, so that's, I, a, that's on a short list for worst contracts. Easy, easy. And it's like it's like he had two good games <laughs> against the Cavs in a playoff series. It's amazing what two good games that's can it. do. Yeah. They went on one date and, and proposed. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That's it. They went on one date. So let's talk about, after that, um, the Bulls. They got it right for what they had. They did. They didn't they overthink did. it. They did. They didn't do something dumb. They picked the safest pick they could get. They um, got the athletic seven footer that can do everything. And, and for everyone listening, this this might as well have been the number one pick because both of these both of these folks are Bulls fans. So this this was <laughs> the most important pick of the draft, <laughs> uh, but a safe one and one I don't think that any Bulls fans will regret in the future. Chicago likes to pick guys from good programs too. Yeah, they always they always pluck guys. They like those blue blood programs. They do, they do. The Lou Altangs. Yeah, know, the Ben Gordons. Joakim Noah at the time. Joakim Noahs. You know the Derrick Roses. I mean, he they they would pick they they they, they picked good players from players from good programs. Yeah. Uh, Denzel Valentine was on a good team. He's not a good player at all. 
I'm biting my tongue. You are. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? We'll we'll trade him to you to the Detroit Pistons. We'll trade him for. Um, I don't know. What do you want to give us? Uh, you can have Reggie Bullock. Sure. There you go. Why would, not? Why not? I'm feeling crazy tonight. Yeah. Let's, so do Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. It's not like John Pax would say no to that trade. For I know. You're like, like, yeah, I've seen him play before. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lateral move for everyone involved. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. So, yeah. Like the Wendell Carter pick a lot. I think that's a big thing for them. Marking and Carter together could be really good. You can probably, probably see if you can shop Robin Lopez and try to get him out of there. Because if you don't start... No, no, no. He's, he's part of their future. If you so don't, John Pax send him to the Magic. <laughs> if you don't start Wendell Carter, there's no point in having him. That's true. Because he's going to be... Him and marketing as a, as a pairing for your front court. I'm... Back court. Yeah, front court. Sorry. Well, I mean, when the Bulls were in full tank mode and they were doing the Robert Lopez is Robin Lopez is going to ride the bench, and then uh, the NBA told him no, and the NBA was like, no, I think you need to play him. That's that's you deliberately trying to lose, and we're like, it's just Robin Lopez though. I mean, <laughs> right. So I don't. I'm I'm hoping that they just go ahead and start him over Robin Lopez. And, I'm sure and don't will. go that route, and just just day one throw him out in the court, see what he can do with Laurie Markkinen. Go from there. I think with this pick and the Chandler Hutchinson pick, their roster's better. Yeah, even though the <laughs> the Chandler Hutchinson pick was basically we knew about it and we knew about April. It. Is, we were talking about this during during the draft. the The Bulls don't keep any of their picks close to the chest. I mean, we knew Fred Hoiberg was coming to Chicago like eight or nine months before it we happened. We knew Dwayne Wade was as we soon do, as the buyout occurred. I mean, as soon as Thibodeau left, they were like, "We're going to go on this." coaching search and everybody knew it was a farce and and they're like wow you know fred really impressed us in his interview that we <laughs> that we gave him eight months ago in private <laughs> in a janitor's closet and with the lights off <laughs> you know with the lights off so you can see our faces exactly so they locked our voices yes 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 so uh but yeah that that was kind of a telegraphed move but whatever so, so with these two picks and next year they're going to have a ton of money to kind of get some guys. So this year, you know, we know this year's probably a lost year. Yeah. It's going to be develop Chris Dunn, develop Lloyd Martin, develop these two draft and What picks. they'll do next year is they'll, they'll overpay Eric Bledsoe, and, and then that'll be the team. Yep. Okay. Clay, Clay Thompson might be available. Maybe he wants to scoot on over. I don't well, know how you those, feel about Levine, but... There's still those talks that... Because Jimmy Butler's even said he wouldn't be against Jimmy coming Butler, back. There you go. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that uh, Timberwolves... Big three will will stay intact. Um, seems like there's a little turmoil there, so I think I think that uh, the Bulls really set themselves up for for a good off season next year. Something doesn't seem right because they're doing the right things. <laughs> like even at the trade deadline last year, like I know Noah Vonley is not some star that you're going to be like, oh man, that's a guy you got to have. But it felt like a good move at the deadline, and so they've made good moves probably since the deal last year. And something just doesn't seem right because this is the Bulls we're talking about. They could have picked Michael Porter Jr. They could have not played the long game, but I think that they they did the smart, responsible thing. And uh, if I was a Bulls fan like you guys, I'd be excited about what's going on. Yeah, I am. So I guess on my other team... Go ahead. The Cavaliers (laughs) take Colin Sexton. I like the pick with or without LeBron. I already like that he's already said he wants to wear number two as basically as saying he wants to have Kyrie's number. Um, which, oof, aim high, kid. Yeah. Um, you were a little indifferent on the pick. You didn't think it was the best pick for them. Yeah, um, I don't know. I 
Uh, I think that if if LeBron's on the team, it's good. I don't see him being. I don't know. I I, I thought that he had he had a really good tournament, um, conference tournament, and everything, and I think that his stock shot up really high. Um, I would just like to see a little more out of someone. I, I think that Shea has kind of the same skill set, and I, you know, I just think he does it a little better. Um, I think that they're both kind of downhill people. Um, not great scores from the perimeter, either of them. Um, I just would go with the six six guy that has the almost seven foot reach personally. Um, but I don't hate I don't hate the Colin Sexton pick. Um, it'll be interesting to see kind of how he fits because we don't know what the team's going to look like. Yeah, I love how they're like, go recruit uh, LeBron. Instead of being like, LeBron, you know, I can be a facilitator for you. I'll make sure you're open. I'll take care of you. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure we make the right plays. It's, Bron, come back. Let's go to the finals, man. Yeah, he for sure has a poster of LeBron in his room. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, we're at that age now. I mean, we're at, we have oh, that yeah. generation coming through the league yeah. now. Um, so you mentioned... You know, I know Kevin Knox obviously one of the Knicks, which Knicks fans weren't happy. We talked really quick. We liked that pick. Yeah, this was really surprising for me, and and I'll let you get to this. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I felt like you know when the number nine pick came up, we thought it was going to be Knox. Uh, we thought it was going to be one of the wings. We thought it was going to be Knox or Mikael. Um, I think Knox fits great here. Uh, what do you What do you think, Sean? Yeah, I think I think you know he's gonna he's gonna play the three, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's young. He's super young. I think that's what a lot of people forget about Kevin Knox. So, you know, you roll the dice with him. I don't think it, it's it's a pretty safe pick, really. Yeah. I feel like it's a pretty... And they really don't have anything to lose at this one. It's not like they had the number one, two, or three pick in this right. draft. So at this point, you know, you're, you know, you're kind of just trying to make a, an educated guess on, on who you think is going to be a good fit with your team, who's the best available, and... Kevin Knox last year didn't have the greatest season in UK history or anything like that, but he was their most serviceable player I thought last year. So I, I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see him play with Porzingis. And is, is Porzingis coming back immediately at the beginning of the season? I don't think it's they don't know they don't know. So I'm so, guessing All Star game, All Star break. Oh, that's so far away. ACL injuries normally about a year. Okay, that's a long time. It's a very long time to wait for for Zingas to come back. I miss him. I do too. So in that case, we were probably looking a little bit at for a while at a potential Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway, Kevin Knox. Yeah. Well. Ugh. Yeah, they have Enos. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think with Enos, uh, Porzingis, and Knox, and then you could do That's Har- formidable. you could do Hardaway, Hardaway or, and Frank, or, Frank, or yeah. some combination of that. I mean, those are you know I mean you have you have a couple pretty good players and a couple players that aren't bad players. I mean, it, it's a serviceable lineup to put out there. Um, again, a, another team that I think is headed in the right direction, especially with another good offseason. A good coach now. And, yeah, Fizdale it, will get interviews with, with the players. I mean, the players like Fizdale. Um, so. It's nice to see the Knicks actually have draft picks. I know. Because <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, like, practically gave them all away for an entire decade. <laughs> for Eddie Curry. <laughs> right. So, I'm, I'm oh, really man. happy to see that they're actually getting some picks and, and, and you know, actually making some use of them. Because Porzingis ended up being quite the steal. Yeah, he did. So, we already talked about Mikhail Bridges getting drafted, talking about him and his mom having a beautiful moment about him being a sixer and getting traded. 
because she's she's head of HR there, right? Such, <laughs> such a shocker. Yeah, and then wow. not only the fact that he's answering questions about how excited he is as the trade's already come through because he hasn't checked his Twitter yet. Um, I, I real quick, I thought this was one of the best fits. It was a great. It was as far as we, personnel. We, we were the it, three of us we were universally all agree, in yeah. agreement that it was. It was the best pick per- at the perfect. time. Yeah, so to to break that up was was a head scratcher for me. So and for a for a pick in what 2021? Yeah, 2021 was 2021 Miami pick. Which for, it's a first round. Could pick. be a trade chip. Okay. Do we do we hear if there was any any? I didn't hear about any protections. Protections. Okay. Well, um, unprotected pick. Yeah. But still, I mean, that's you banking on the Miami Heat not being good in three years from now. That's a long time. For sure. So, let's talk a little bit about the Clippers. Um, obviously, they get Shea Gilchrist Alexander in a trade from the Hornets, where the Hornets will now get Miles Bridges at the 12th pick from the Pistons. The one that uh, we joked about with Kyle very much that his womp, womp. was be the Blake Griffin pick. Yes. Can you say womp womp anymore after the other day? Or not? <laughs> oh, no, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's, um, and they get Jerome Robson from Boston College. The Clippers are basically very well preparing for the future, obviously. Because what else? They did that they do? for a lot of years, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think this is going to be like Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles, very long future. That'd be fun. John Livingstone. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, yeah. But I like Shea as the point guard for the Clippers. I think him and DeAndre with alley oops for whatever time DeAndre's going to be there, whether it be the trade deadline or another whole year, is nice. Yeah. Uh, he's going to really learn a lot about playmaking. He can be. He's not necessarily a young Chris Paul, but. No. I think he's going to be a pretty good NBA player. Um, on the other end of it, really, really, really like Miles Bridges going to Charlotte because he gives them everything Michael Kidd Gilchrist doesn't at that position. I agree. I agree. Um, I think I think Malik Monk is is fun. I think he'll start to blossom into something I something too. really good in the next uh, next few years. I think maybe like a, a J.R. Smith, maybe. That is who he is. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, see, I see him being a good J.R. Smith, um, and, and I think this is just another good piece to go next to him. Those are, there are worse comparisons. For sure. Unless it's in the playoffs, in the finals, oh, in yeah. a game one. Yeah, I think Malik Monk will know the score of a game. I hope. You know? I, hope. I say that, and now something's going to happen. So Jerome Robinson was kind of a shocker to go that high. Felt like a reach. Especially considering they traded for Shea Gilgis Alexander. They got point guards back to back. Yeah, they they took Shea, which I mean a lot of they people They still have Pat Beverly. Yeah, which a lot of people had him at what, eight? I mean we yeah. saw we saw him as early as seven or eight. Um He was linked to the Bulls at some point. Yeah. And so you did the right thing, you took the you took the right guy. You know, you could have really took a Hail Mary and took Michael Porter Jr. or just I don't know you you could have done a lot more with this pick. Um, I mean I was shocked to see Robert Williams go twenty seven. Yeah I thought I thought Robert Williams could go here and this could be you know you you learn a little bit from DeAndre Jordan and yeah I thought so too. I'm really shocked that they have a lot of guards now. Shea Robinson, Pat Beverly whenever he comes back, Lou. Avery Bradley, Lou Williams. That's Five guards that you're really got to figure out a rotation for, right? And we all know that Doc Rivers in rotation is not a, a thing. That's that's that doesn't work unless you have Sam Cassell and PJ Brown coming off the bench and James Posey. Yeah, um, he has none of those. <laughs> I think there's there's too many cooks in the kitchen in that in that backcourt. So yeah, 
Um, all right, Michael Porter Jr., obvious, you know, drops. Was the story of the lottery. Got dropped to the end of the lottery. We talked about it already, like, his upside there, so don't yeah, really have this Yeah, the, nu- the Nuggets, on. I think the Nuggets, if, if he works out, they got to steal. Yeah, for sure. Because th- that was a huge drop for him, especially when they were talking he might go two at points. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> the body of Evox cigarette smoke screen. Yeah. He, he ranges from two to 14, right? Yeah. yeah. But only if it's Sacramento making the number two pick. Anybody else would be like, no, I've, I've seen the medical reports. He's having back surgery. I, I think that's why he dropped so much is because Sacramento was so interested in him. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, the Kings just well? instantly tainted him. Right. And they're like, I don't yeah. I think he's a really good player. We're like, well, if they like him. <laughs> they got the Aaron Fox like, thank God I was there at five. Yeah. They think the Kings liked me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... The good thing is Michael Porter Jr. doesn't have to be great in his first year. Yeah, this is, a, this is the team that literally went to the last game of the year with a shot at the playoffs. Yeah, so um, he can take, you know, he can kind of take it slow in the first year or two. Um, I don't think he has to be that go-to guy since they do have a lot of talent on that team. So I think it's a really good fit. And the Suns potentially might have just gotten their point guard in the second round. They got Elio Cobo. Oh, very nice. I like that pick for them. Um the Wizards, just because they just like to ruin, like shoot themselves in the foot more. Troy Brown from Oregon, like the kid, don't like the fit. No, no. <laughs> I, I, again, I think this was your Gortat replacement. Um, you don't want ideally. You don't want Markeith Morris playing defense or playing the big. It's, <laughs> no, it's not fun. No, you need you need a big out there so that Markeith can just score and just be a big grunting, scary guy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Talk about Zaire Smith, obviously. Weird fit there, too. Uh, going to Philly. Probably a better prospect than McHale, but as far as like the immediate impact for a team that's trying to win now, I don't think I would have made the trade. Yeah. Yeah, just because... I, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of prospects that they say he just needs to develop a jump shot that's... How many guys have you heard that lately? Right. He is a Stanley Johnson, where he is just an athletic guy, um, plays good defense, gives good effort. He just needs to develop a jump shot. And you know what? If that doesn't come, he just turns out to be a bust. Yeah. So I really don't care enough to talk about the Dante DiVincenzo pick because he just fits in with everybody on the Bucks now. They might score 120. They might give up 130. Yeah. Um, Giannis might have 40-point games, but probably about it. I mean, they're I now... Think- I think we're getting into the point where we're at a we're at like a Giannis level where it can be in comparison to Tracy McGrady on the Magic. Yeah, really, really talented, probably like top five player on a really not good team. It feels wasted a bit. It does feel wasted, and I mean, I think, and I feel like if he's smart, he gets out of there in a couple years and just just leaves it behind. I know he's a loyal guy. He's a loyal guy, but I just I don't like the direction they're going in. No, and I'm not a I'm not a Malcolm Brogdon fan. I'll just go ahead and say it. None of us are. Like, I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm a Chris Middleton fan, though. I oh, I like him too. Yeah. I, I I do like him, but don't wouldn't you like to see him like like maybe on like a contender? I would. I would. I mean, he would be so awesome. Say on I don't know San Antonio. Yeah, 
That would be good. San Antonio would be good. I don't feel like Chris Middleton plays above his skill level. No. Ever. I no, feel like... He's one of those guys who knows his role. He goes and he does it every game. He's going to do that role, and he's he's not going to ever go really above that. But that's right. fine, because yeah. what he does is great. Speaking of San Antonio, I really like the Lonnie Walker pick for them. Love the athleticism. Love the defensive ability. Love him next to Deontay Murray. Yes. If he had Kawhi Leonard with him, I would like it even more. Yes. We know it's, that's not prob- you, more you, likely you, not going to happen. Don't, you don't even know that. Um, but I think Lonnie Walker is a very Popovich pick. Where you talk about, you like hear about these guys you don't want to draft because it's like, oh, they might need a jump shot. Where Popovich is like, I'll get them a jump shot. He has a great staff. Obviously, people like Becky Hammond on that staff. Um, he's going to have a lot of veterans around him that could teach him really how to like the game of the NBA. So I don't know if Lonnie Walker will be a star by any means, but in that 18th pick, you know, why not? I definitely like him playing the two there more. Um, yeah. I think that if he went to another team, they might put the ball in his hands a lot more, and I don't think that would be the best fit for him. So I, I do like that the Spurs picked him up. I think if you're a prospect and you're like getting rid of that high, the Spurs are probably a dream scenario for you. Because that's a great franchise. They always have it figured out. They, they unlike the Bulls, do play everything close to the chest. So you know there's not going to be a whole lot of drama getting out unless your star player feels betrayed. <laughs> Were you shocked that there was no Kawhi action tonight? Yes. They did They did try to hype it up between picks, though. Yeah. I mean, these two was really picks. pushing the Kawhi things. I think they were trying to stir it up themselves. And it's like, nothing's going to happen right now. I mean, the Spurs are not going to... It's going to be a last-ditch scenario for them. Yeah, I thought once we got after four with the Memphis pick... Yeah, there was I no... There was no... He wasn't going anywhere after that. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, rest of it further up probably here. I mean, Porter, I don't really have a care about Atlanta now that Trey Young's there. I don't think those two are going to be a great scoring duo by any means. Grayson Allen. Yeah, I was going to say Josh Kogan and gotta talk about Grayson Allen. Um, Donovan Mitchell breaks his nose in college and now they're teammates, you know, so. Yeah. You know, Grayson Allen off the bench. Um, there could be, there could be worse things you have. Yeah. He's going to, I think he's going to be a serviceable bench player in the league. Yeah. I think best case scenario though it's kind of like a Kyle Korver situation. Yeah, I mean that's. But he he's he's pretty good with the ball too. So I mean he could play. He could play a little bit with the ball. Do you think he tries to trip LeBron? Yeah, no. I think he tries to trip Draymond. <laughs> I think he kicks Draymond in the nuts and gives him a taste of his own medicine. Yes. Yeah, I dig that. I'm for that. Okay. If that happens, I'll buy a Grayson Allen jersey. There you go. Mm-hmm. Hold you to that. <laughs> So, we talked about Chandler Hutchinari at the Bulls. Um, Aaron Holiday, future point guard of the Indiana Pacers. Future star point guard of the... Not star, but future starting point guard of the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I like, cool I like his scoring ability a lot. I think he'll be a really good point guard for Victor Oladipo. Um, I don't know. You know, it's so hard to tell point guards because there's so many in the league. You basically already know who the all-star point guards are every year in each conference or whatever the All-Star game is now. But I think Holiday's going to be good there. I think it's cool for that family to have three brothers in the league now. Um, I think, do we get a three-on-three game now with the Berries versus the Holidays? Because I'd like to see that. Sure. Cool. Sign me sure. up. Yeah. I'm in. Um, <laughs> Simon just skips out on Louisville. Goes <laughs> to Portland from the IMG Academy. Um, another guy with tons of athletic upside. Don't really know a whole lot more about him other than that. 
Lord Wagner surprises people at the end of the first corners of the Lakers after his NCAA tournament run. What a place to land. I know. I mean, he might Good be... for him. Yeah. This might be, like, the best thing that ever happened to him. And they will 100% keep him, because they're going to need cheap players. Yeah. If this, <laughs> if this plan goes through. And I, I know they also bought that pick earlier. Was it this morning? Uh, yeah. You know, they, Which they, is coming up here in a minute. The 39th, was it? Yes. Yeah. So, and, and from what I understand, they're stocking up on, like, you know small contract players right now that they can run on a team, you know. Yeah. If you get some good young contracts, you never know what you're going to get, so, you know. Yeah, you like the young upside. Who's going to be the next Draymond? We don't know. You like the young upside of a Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and I, I think he fits in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, at this point, you know, it's such a crapshoot here. Yeah. Um, Philly takes Landry Shamet from Wichita State, another 6'5 point guard to kind of back up Ben Simmons. I, I like that pick for them. Keep building on young guys. Um, Kyle, you talked about Robert Williams. We're shocked he dropped this far. Yeah, man. Uh, Danny Ainge could have got another steal with this one, I think. Um, especially at 27. Uh, man, I, I just think you can't go wrong at 27 with a guy with that much upside. Um, so, we'll see if if he looks like a genius again next year. Like he like he did after like last he year. Always, like he always, always does. does. Yeah. Like he always does. That's like, like there was a portrait came out coming out earlier that the Celtics were trying to trade to get the fourth pick, and I was like, just just don't pick up the phone, All right. just don't pick up the phone, just shoot straight to voicemail. Yeah, don't look at it. Yeah, uh, Jacob Evans unfortunately going to the Warriors, which is the pick I really like because you know they just need more long guys that can play defense, right? They got one, and there's there's rumors they might be going after Dwight. Or might who knows? Are we making up those rumors? No. Dwight, Dwight with the buyout. Dwight with the buyout today. We haven't talked about that. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the trade yet. I know. Yeah. So, it was a Dwight out? Yeah. 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 You think he'll get bought out? Yeah. It's I don't gonna think Brooklyn's really going to want him. I think I think especially with Jared Allen. I mean, yeah. you, you want to get him as much playing time as possible to kind of see what you got. Hopefully you get two decent free agents next year and... Allen plays a part in that roster. The Dwight Howard reputation is very much taken over Dwight Howard. So I think that's going to play a part. Um, and, you, and you think he signs for like a like a mid-level at this point in his career? Um, Are you looking at like an $8 million contract? I don't, I don't know if I, I think Dwight, I think Dwight Howard probably still believes he's a top five center. I don't know if he does. I'm sure he does. Did you see the Equalizer commercials? He might. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, one word answer for both of you is: yeah. Is Dwight Howard a Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, he had six years; he was the best center in the league. I agree. Three, three Maybe consecutive seven. years of Defensive Player of the Year, eight consecutive years of being an uh, uh, All Star. I think five years of NBA first All, team. All NBA first team. Yeah, he's got it. I mean, yeah. we're, we, are we all in agreement that Ben Wallace is a Hall of Famer? I am. You have to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm from Detroit. I, like, <laughs> You're like well, I I used to have bobbleheads of Ben Wallace that gonged uh, growing up as a kid. Could so you change his hair? You couldn't. It just looked like a troll's doll. You know what I mean? <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Very nice. So. I dig that. Very nice. Well, I mean, I mean, I I think they kind of had similar careers, except Ben Wallace obviously won a won a title. He was. He Play wasn't. He was. Yeah. He wasn't. A, he wasn't a scorer. But in terms of defense, I mean, he was. They, they were both probably in terms of like the early two thousands to mid two thousands. They were probably the two best defenders in the league. 
I agree. I think I think that Dwight Howard. The difference between the two is Dwight Howard had way more potential yes. than Ben yes. Wallace. Yes. Ben Wallace played harder, I think, than Dwight yes. Howard, and played again above his skill level. I think that Dwight Howard might be. I don't. I, he just had so much potential. It just it just sucks to see that much potential. I don't know. Not. I mean, I mean, he filled out for a few years. Yeah. He had. I, I mean, yeah. he had a he had a year where he almost won the MVP. Got a team, you know, past, past LeBron, past LeBron, and that was a that was a crazy series. That was that was that was the last series, yeah. Actually, you know, so um, and that Lakers Magic 2009 NBA Finals. If you go back and look at those box scores, those games were a lot closer than the four games. Yeah, series. yeah. So yeah, I think I think I don't know. I don't know where he goes. I don't want him to I go to Golden State. I can't see the Warriors taking that chance strictly because the reputation of Dwight Howard. I don't know, though. I just don't know. I just feel that like, that's another Steve Kerr troll job waiting to happen. Like, look, we just got we just got our defender. Do you think he goes to a contender? I would hope so. At this time, at this, at this point in go his career, go back to Houston. Don't sign Clint Capella. Now you have the cap space. Sign LeBron. You still gotta get rid of Ryan Anderson. Make the, make the <laughs> that's, a huge, that's a huge if. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, um, I, don't know, I don't know where LeBron yeah. goes. I mean, I don't... I know. Mitchell Robson just got picked finally. So, the Knicks are probably out of the picture for delay. And the Spurs go after him. I can see it. I can see the Heat going after him. You know. They got oh, Whiteside. why? 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 Whiteside. Because Whiteside oh. sucks too, so... Yeah, but they're paying... Those are like the... The last relics of the <laughs> the 2008 centers. You know what I mean? <laughs> there like, they are. The was like 14. 2014. It's, so it's I don't know. I think I think Dwight needs to. Could the Maverick? Ooh, what if Bo- no, what if Boogie no. leaves? What if Boogie signs with Dallas? He ain't signing with Dallas. It's not going to happen. I could see. I could see. Him what did we say last week? There's no such thing as ain't going to happen anymore in the NBA. I think. I think that people are going to be a little scared off of Boogie. I don't think he'll get a max, and I think that if a team offers him a good contract, he'll be loyal to that team. I was going to say, is there a scenario where Dwight Howard ends up in New Orleans if Boogie leaves? I like that. I don't like it more than Boogie being there. Boogie's going to no. be out for like a whole season. I mean, his injury was pretty severe. Like, I don't, I, I'm not sure what he's going to even come back like. I mean, I think when you're like. I think he'll come back and be pretty close to what he was. You think? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's too much of a drop-off. But they have a Mecca Okafor, don't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so last couple picks of the first round, Brooklyn takes Dizan Musa from Croatia. Sure. Next. Sure. And then uh, Atlanta at 30 takes Omari Spellman. Um, so Villanova has three guys taken in the first round? Yeah, Bridges, yeah. DiVincenzo, and Spellman. Brunson's taking 33rd. Oh, was he? Yeah. Gary Trent Jr. just went to Sacramento. Nice. So, through that being said, we can wrap up this uh, draft recap show because we knocked out the first round pretty quick. And I actually touched on the Dwight Howard buyout. So we got everything that we needed to for this. Um, I mean, as soon as we get off here and we, we upload this, I mean, Kawhi's going to leave. Yep. Right. LeBron's know. going to Le- announce LeBron his will immediately announce where he's leaving. And, he's the, and gonna... the Pistons still will not have selected. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So on behalf of Sean Mackey and Kyle Brandon, this is Tim Daniel. Thank you for checking in the 48 Minutes this week. Don't forget Monday, 
our interview with Brian Grant. It's fun. It's a really good interview. Everyone have a good night and stay safe out there.